Thanks for joining me on Profit with a Plan podcast. This is where you can get some great ideas uh, to create your most profitable self and small business. Just so you know, financial planning isn't only for those that have a lot of money or run big companies. A workable financial plan is for us everyday small business owners and professionals that want to keep more of our hard-earned money and make great financial decisions. So join me each week, Marcia Reiner, Certified Financial Planner and Financial Professional Business Strategist, uh, each Tuesday for um, some smart ideas that can help you add more profits to your bottom line and... um, and make you more money. So we are doing some new things right now. We're recording uh, as well as um, video recording, and I'm just so excited. So this is all kind of new for me, so I've got a couple of moving targets going on. So I just wanted to say that I'm really passionate about working with uh, ambitious business owners who are working their ass off every day. Uh, They're making really good money, but they don't have a lot to show for it. So I help them fix their cash flow fast by increasing their profits. Uh, This helps them build wealth without sabotaging their business. They know that they can grow a sustainable business and that can uh, they can sell for a whole lot more money later on. If this sounds familiar to you or you know of anybody that may be curious, share my podcast or let's chat. Book a call, a brief call with me on my calendar app uh, called uh, calendly.com forward slash Marcia dash 16. And we'll see if we can get some greater profits in your business. So let's get on with today's podcast. Uh, I'm really excited to talk to you about debt, right? Who would have thought debt would have been good stuff, but using debt for more profits. And why in the world would you want to create more debt and have that turn out to be more profitable for you? Um, Well, as an example, uh, banks do this every day. Banks use the, uh, the, 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 I don't know what what I would call it, but the, they use arbitrage. They use the magic of arbitrage. That was the word I was trying to think of. Um, they use the magic of arbitrage. So what that means, and I know I've told you uh, um, uh, steady listeners this a few, few times in the past. So what they do is they take, um, and I have a little hair that is just stuck in my eyelash, so forgive me. So they take... Um, your savings account. So you go and put some money into a savings account, a money market, some sort of savings at the bank, even your bank account. So they take that account money and they pay you, if we're lucky, 1%. Um, And then they turn around and loan that money to somebody else. And let's just say 6%. So they've borrowed the money from you because you've loaned it to them in the form of your savings account. And they've given that or loaned that to somebody else and that somebody else is making payments on it. Um, So that bank's net profit is 5%. So 5% on your money is what's making them uh, making their money. They don't have any products they're selling. They're selling your products. So when you use uh, arbitrage and you use other people's money to make yourself money, then yes, you're carrying a debt. And that's a really valuable tool if you use it smart enough, if you're very um, intentional with it and you have a structure and plan behind it to pay off that debt. So use the debt like the banks do. Become your own bank uh, if you want to think that. 
So the goal with these liabilities, and they're not necessarily liabilities, so let me rephrase that. So the goal with these debts, because liabilities are like your car payment, um, your mortgage payment, uh, making payment on your credit card. So let's call these debts. So the goal of these debts is to create a new asset for you. And that new asset um, is something that would be of value and can make you money. So if we use real estate for an example, and not your primary residence, but let's just say um, we use a rental property or the property your business is on. So say you own the building uh, that your business is running in or your condo, you have a little condo of your office, right? So that business can create income for you by having rents paid. So if you have, and we'll use a round number, if you have a $1,000 rent payment and you have $1,000 of income, it doesn't cost you anything to have that asset. And that's the goal of using debt, is to have that asset be, be an equal balance. But say we had um, a duplex and you were using part of it and renting out the other part of it. Um, and your house or your your duplex payment was um, say two thousand, and your business would have normally paid rent to somebody else, and you're paying a thousand dollars in that in that unit, and then your tenant is paying a thousand dollars in that unit. You've evened out, and and that's just one of the advantages of owning uh, assets and taking a debt to service that asset or to, to manage to buy that asset. So you're not digging in and taking all of your own money to make this work. Um, so using debt to create more income and, and again, using that cash that you would have put in to buy that property if you had it um, could be used for other things. So if we take on debts that are going to Uh, Be in a comfort zone where you know that the income you can produce on a regular basis from that asset can create enough to pay the debt, then you've created a beautiful arbitration and and a beautiful use of debt. Um, I call that using spending to uh, maximize your ROI. So it's creative spending. It's thinking of those debts and buying... um, Buying your employees, right? If you're paying your employee, that employee becomes an asset of the company, um, and that asset will better be returning some investment for you and bringing in new business. But you don't always pay the, the employees with a debt, or do you? So in times of need, you may have an equity line or a line of credit on your business that you'll hold just in case you need to pay your employees while you're waiting for money to come in from your current uh, accounts receivable. So there are other types of debts that you can do um, that will increase your income um, and create multiple streams of income in your property or in your business. Um, There could be loans uh, that you would give other business owners, right? Uh, there could be um, uh, there could be uh, other products that you're buying that are going to create a loan. So maybe you're going to uh, maybe you're going to buy an X-ray machine for your practice, and that X-ray machine takes debt. So you get a loan for the X-ray machine, but the money you can make off of the X-ray machine fees 
is going to outpay what you would be paying in a lease payment for it. So see, those are the tricks of using debt to create income. Like it? So what's a good debt? Um, we talked about using other people's money to make money. And that is the, the number one goal of, of having debt. If you're going to have that debt, it's got to produce you an income that's going to make you money. So that income has to, every debt you take has to have some sort of an accountability to it to produce the income. Um, Maybe you buy or lease a car uh, so your employees can go out and visit your clients. You know, that may be the debt that you want to take on. But it's understanding, uh, it's understanding what that debt is and what kind of good um, use you can make of it. And again, it's got to be something that creates a return on that investment. So if you are just even, that's still a return, right? So if you spend a thousand on it and you get a thousand back, that's okay. Ideally, we would love to see that one and a half times. So maybe every thousand dollars you spend, you're you're earning fifteen hundred, or two times two thousand, three times three thousand. You know, you want to have a higher return, but that's not always possible in in using debt. But the goal is to maximize that as much as possible. And remember. Any debt that you take on, we don't want to consider it a liability. A liability is a ball and chain that holds you back that doesn't produce any income for you. So let's stick with the word debt and use that as a positive thought on that. So how to get good debt? What are some of the things that you're going to do today that can get you ready for debt? Um, Let's hope that your credit house is in line. If not, I would highly suggest... You going and getting maybe a Credit Karma account, figuring out what your credit is, because as business owners, um, the bank and the lender is really going to be lending it to us, and you know we're going to be the guarantee behind the business, and our personal good credit, uh, and on top of our business credit, is going to be what's going to happen uh, or be looked at when we're when we're applying for this. So the better credit you have the better you're going to have the op- op- opportunity to, to get the, um, the, the lines that you need, the credit that you need. So again, go on Credit Karma. It's a free service. They're not going to run your credit report and ding you or anything like that. They're not going to sell your information out there. It's pretty reliable. They give you a monthly update on where you are. But that's just one of those companies that are out there, and I'm sure there's many more. But if you go on a company like that, you can see what the creditors have reported against you. If there's any errors, you want to make sure that you write a letter to the company proving that this was an error. Um, there are credit repair companies. Um, they kind of charge a little bit of money. They may not always be the best result. I think you can write your own letter and, and request that it's um, be removed. You write a letter to either the company or the credit bureau. The credit bureau will then go back to the company and say, prove that this was, was an active debt. Um, you can fight it. You can show proof. I paid it. Here's the receipt. Um, you know, that kind of stuff. Um, I would highly suggest that you keep uh, your credit balances um, in the uh, 50% range. That's just a round fuzzy number of the line that you have. So if your credit card has a, a spending ability of, of $3,000, 
keep your spending uh, balance under fifteen hundred. Uh, the higher credit you have, um, or the higher amount of credit you have versus the line that you have open, is is a ding against your credit score. Um, try not to have too many accounts open, but you want to have some accounts open. Uh, there's a nice balance in that. And then you want to have history on your credit. Uh, you want to have some longevity in the in the times that you've had the credit. Um, try not to go after too many. Um, you know, changing credits and things like that. Um, you know, but just try and make sure that that you you do some research and try and improve your credit score. A great credit score um, is in the eight hundreds. A good credit score is above seven forty ish, seven fifty ish. A decent credit score is above seven hundred. When you start falling below seven hundred and you're in the six hundreds, you're a little bit of a higher risk. So that's just the basis on the credit scores. And you can always get your free report. You have three credit reporting bureaus, TransUnion, Equifax, and Asperian. Those are the three companies that are out there. Some companies don't report to all of them. So one credit score may be a little lower or higher than the other. But work on getting your credit house aligned. The second incredibly important part is have great cash flow in your business and in your personal life. So we've been talking about this now for uh, the last few months that I've been running Profit with a Plan podcast, and it's all about managing your cash flow. It's essential for making you strong uh, in your business. So that means cash flow is the income you have coming in and the liabilities and debt you have going out equals profit. We want to make sure you have comfortable cash flow, that you're not over indebted, um, that your income coming in is reasonable and alignable for what you're, you do in your business. And it's, and it doesn't even need to be consistent, but it's got to be, if it's not consistent, like you get paid every two months, then you've got to have enough of it to make you through the second month and then a little bit extra. So having great cash flow is essentially important. And, and that is, that is my basic, um, my basic service that I work with with my clients is getting that cash flow in line. How do we squeeze, tweak, and turn different ways to increase your cash flow? You can increase your income by having multiple streams of income, and that's not just your 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 primary service, but maybe you have other services going. Maybe you have income from rent. Maybe you have um, other products that you're selling. Maybe you have other ways of selling. Uh, you sell face-to-face, you sell online, and you sell through subscriptions. Those are three income streams. So, you know, it's it's having different income streams that will make your cash flow much more successful. And a lot of those cash flows can be passive, where you are working just solely on the active part of the business, and you've created enough systems and processes that will allow you to um, have a bunch of passive income off to the side. So again, having that cash flow balanced lower the expenses and debt, increase the income. If you have an asset, then that asset produces income so it can pay the debt, right? Good idea, right? Okay, so um, to, to get more or to get good debt, uh, it's often really good to have a relationship with a banker. Now, most of us haven't been inside of a bank in years, um, but it might not be a bad idea with your business account to start building a relationship with the bank that it's held at. Um, go in and make it the deposits every once in a while. Go in and talk to the, um, the, the personal banker or the business banker and start building a relationship so they know you. Ask them. 
Ask them questions. So, hey, I, I was thinking of getting a loan for something on my business. What would you need to make me a, 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 an, um, a viable uh, applicant and that you guys would approve? And they'll go through and they'll give you advice and, and ideas and guidelines. Sometimes the banks will like to see a deposit in the account that could um, act as collateral for the um, for the, the loan that you're going to take. So if you're going to buy some new equipment, the equipment is the collateral, but they'll also be more happy to give you the loan if they know that they have a, a reserve inside of the bank uh, to, to manage that. Um, that reserve can be made with investments as well. So if you happen to have a stock account uh, that you have at, a, at a, an investment firm, they can... Um, They'll, they'll most often ask that you move that to them so they can see that if necessary, they would go ahead and, and be able to um, put that as, as uh, back collateral on it. Uh, so how do you make, how do you show um, that it, you'll make money with uh, the asset that you're going to have? If it's a future asset, oftentimes um, you've had past rental experience um, and they're not going to give you dollar for dollar on that rental. Uh, but if you have a plan, a business plan, and a strategy that you put forth for the, uh, for the bank to show them how you're projecting and forecasting that future income, that will act as a, um, a, a, a positive uh, on your account when you're applying for that loan. So you show, look, I've gonna, I'm going to produce, um, so this, let's go back to the x-ray machine. So we're going to buy the x-ray machine, and through the x-ray machine, I'm going to make, I'm going to charge $300 for a set of new x-rays when the client comes in. And so that $300, I'm projecting that I will have 15 new clients um, this, this month, so I'll be making $4,500 uh, on just the x-ray machine alone. Gosh, I hope I added that correctly. Uh, $4,500 um, on, on the x-ray machine alone. So then you can show that your intentions and in your business plan includes you taking on the debt and how you're going to produce the income off of it. And that will show um, much more value uh, to the lender and they'll, they'll give you a little bit more towards that credit. And again, it's also always good as well to um, maybe get a, a business line of credit as, as an emergency fund for your business, and you can go about it the same way, having good cash flow, the relationship with the bank, um, and then having a good credit score. So how do you use debt to boost those profits? We've talked about it several times coming in here that you must have an asset that will create an income for you. That's really, truly the only way that you want to take on debt like that. Um, and that it pays you and you're going to project and pay that out. Uh, that's the way you're going to boost profits in your business. You know, we're, we're capped by time. And I've said this num a number of times. There's only 24 hours in the day. And yeah, you got to sleep. So we business owners are always working in our business. Remember, 100, you get to choose at any 100 hours of the week you want to work. Uh, but you're always going to be tapped on that time. 
So you have to find ways of creating income that will um, help increase your profits. And using debt to do that is just one way. Creating the multiple streams, and one of those streams can be the debt that will pay and increase those profits for you. And and having those passive income lines is the way to really use that debt to to boost those profits because it is a passive uh, use of money. And it's borrowing other people's money to make you money. Arbitrage, right? Arbitrage. All right, so the final piece um, that we're going to talk about in ways that, that debt will boost your profits is through deductions and depreciation. So the government wants you to go into debt. They want you to be a business owner as well. So when you are a business owner and you take on debt, they're going to give you deductions for those debt for that debt in forms of depreciation, if it's a, a solid investment, um, your property or, or, or that um, uh, that x-ray machine can be depreciated over time. That's a deduction on your income, and that can help reduce your expenses and increase your profits. Those, the other deductions is when you invest in your company and, and, and put money back into the economy through your company, the government will give you deductions as well. So there's just more ways of us to squeeze the profit to increase, I mean, squeeze the, the, the debt, increase the income, and those are using debts today. So those are, that's just one of the advantages that working with a financial business strategist like myself will help you with the, uh, with the ways to increase your profits. So thanks for listening today. I hope you found a, a good idea or two to put into your business. Um, Uh, using those debts uh, to make you more profitable, be in control of your money, and um, just make make it a great opportunity for you and and diversify in your business. So um, if you would like to know more about how to increase debts in your business, in your specific business, again, I'd say let's chat. So schedule on a brief appointment with me to see if it makes sense. Go on my calendly.com forward slash marcia-16 to get on my calendar. There's no cost, no obligations. If we come out and you find an idea and and you want to move forward and work more together, then that's great. If not, then you spent a little bit of time, you walked away with some good ideas, and you found out a a path that you could take. So I want to say I'm very excited. Um, Next week, uh, we are having Diana Sabatino of Excel Performance. Uh, coming on the show, and she's going to be talking about uh, um, making the sales process easier. And it's really just all about relationships and and how you do it. And she has been in business forever. You never tell by the way she looks, but she's been in business forever. And uh, she can really take, uh, take a different spin on sales and make you more money, right? More money, more money, more money. Um, so, uh, I'd love to hear back your questions, feedback, ideas for future shows. You can always reach out to me on any of my social channels or hit me up here, uh, Facebook, LinkedIn, or Instagram at Bella Financial or Marcia Reiner, and that's R-I-N-E-R, 
or on my website, bellafinancialgroup.com. So don't forget to subscribe to our podcast right here. You won't want to miss the future podcasts. And please don't make me the best kept secret. Share me with your friends. If you do follow me, I'll also send you a gift, my Get Financially Organized Workbook, which is step one for any financial plan. So catch this um, podcast on uh, Profit With Plan podcast on your favorite podcast players, Podbean, iHeart, iTunes, Google Play, Stitches. Looking forward for, my, for my more great profitable information. Can't get the mouth working on next week's show. And until then, make your plans and profit with it. <laughs>